This is Giggle Marks, a place for chuckles and a podcast for the curious. Here, Rob and Lloyd attempt to teach you something new every week and invariably <laughs> fall short. Over to you, gentlemen. Hi, Rob. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All will be revealed in good time. Uh, what what what's happening on uh, on your side of the world? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that be, Lloyd? I'm in Australia. Hooray! Uh, how far apart do we sit on this stunning podcast day? About fifteen centimeters, which probably sounds really <laughs> close. People are like. Why don't you sit on the opposite side of the table? No, I, no, I want. I don't want to know exactly how far apart we are. I want to know it in an unnecessary. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's just holding a ruler next to my leg, which is next to his leg. We're very close. Six b- between us. Uh, six thousand tardigrades. Tar. Spell that for me. T a r d i g r a d e s. Spell it for me slower. <laughs> Damn it! T a r d i g r a d e s. I still don't know what that is. Uh, you're gonna have to explain yourself. Little uh, microscopic. Uh, looks like a bear. Uh, can, they've like put it in lava, put it in space, frozen it, and they just they won't die. Super oh, interesting beings. Are they a? This is the limit of my knowledge. Please refrain from asking <laughs> no questions. further questions. Are they bacteria or like? It's a, it's a I thing. just plowed right ahead and asked for more questions. It's a, it's a, it's good. It has legs and stuff. Like, does a bacteria have legs? I don't know. Oh. I, don't, I don't have any of those. Do you want to see a picture of it? I would love to see a picture of it. Give me your Wi-Fi password. <laughs> Tar. Degrade. Animal. Oh, that thing. Animal. Also, we should look at what a tardikaka shark is. Oh, yeah. One of those weird alien things that looks like it should be on Star Wars. Yeah. Meet the toughest animal on Earth. <laughs> What does it have? Well, it looks like what he's saying. What's your name? <laughs> There's just singing. I don't know. Or blowing the whole time. See, water bear. I know it had bear in it. Or what? moss piglet. <laughs> I prefer water bear. No, moss piglet. That's way better. So what is a it? A phylum of eight-legged segmented micro-animals. Micro-animal. Never heard of a micro That's thrillingly exciting. I'm pretty sure it's not what we're talking about at all, though. Also, how many were there? You're right. This is not. Uh, well, I'll explain. <laughs> there it was seems like you cocked up. there was a tenuous linked segue, but I did it for nineteen thousand kilometers, or give or take. Yep. And it was wrong, which was papal hats, which uh, would have been an excellent segue. Uh-huh. I panicked last second, chose tardigrades. I will spend also, five seconds. Pa- papal hats of is link. not this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd has done approximately. Four minutes preparation for this very special in-person episode of the Gilgamuggs podcast. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's currently consulting his notes and he's squinting at them because he doesn't have his Harry Potter glasses on. Oh no, we got the first fact, Lloyd. Distance, Rob. We we completely wrong. I'm not even supposed to be doing distance. <laughs> really? That's episode nine. First fact, Rob. Lloyd. This fact is first fact, Lloyd. Rob, distance. I have that prepared. I assume. <laughs> We're much Should better. we start again? Far apart. Should... No, I like it. Okay. <laughs> so Rob's, Rob's distance, he's opened his notes, just says, make up depending on how close sitting, and then doesn't actually have a distance ready. It says, 
<laughs> or unrelated distance of a single hug. <laughs> so do you want to know how far apart we are, Lloyd, in a highly sequential fashion? How would you measure the distance of a hug? That's about the limit of a single hug distance. I yeah, think. I guess. So we're one with the the far end of a hug. <laughs> we're at, we're at um like distant relative hug. Yeah, you know the ones where you actually reach your arms out instead of bringing bodies you stick close your together. Heads back. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, like a snowball. <laughs> I don't want to touch you very much. Uh, All right, we got to the. So that means I'm going to. First. It's not episode nine. It's episode eight of Gigglebugs. Uh, it's got off to a classic start, despite us being close enough to be able to plan everything well. Um, we will both obviously blame the fact that we just spent an hour or so on motorbikes. It was incredible Woo-hoo! fun. We're having a great time. We wish we didn't have to do the podcast. You guys are the worst. Uh, <clears throat> hey, Lloyd. <laughs> what did you learn this week? Uh, still not a good segue. Hug distance. Oh, you see how I wrote on distance or unrelated distance of a single hug? I guess you did specify Because before that, in capitals, I said make it up, and I didn't. So, All right. Unrelated hug distance. I learnt about James Ringrose. James Robert Ringrose was former member of the FBI's top 10 most wanted. (laughs) I was a former member of the FBI. (laughs) And also top (laughs) 10. Hilarious. On March 29th, 1967, he was apprehended in Osaka and then uh, arrested in Hawaii after being extradited. Okay, yeah. Can you explain that bit to me? I read he was apprehended in Osaka, Japan, and then somehow got to Hawaii and was arrested. Yeah, because he was wanted, FBI's top 10 most wanted. So the Japanese arrested him and then they were like, holy shit, this is FBI's top 10 most wanted. It's probably really good for like camaraderie and allyship if we give give him to the Americans. Yeah. So they... Gave him an armed escort on the plane, flew him to Hawaii, which I think is just the closest point. Probably. And then the American agents, FBI agents, met him at the tarmac and arrested. Then he was arrested. So, okay. So he was apprehended in Japan and then officially arrested. I assume he was also arrested in Japan and then extradited. Well, I think to arrest someone, you've got to, like, charge them or, like, give them... (laughs) (laughs) Here I come! Uh, When he was arrested by the Americans... He said that he wants to get an item he's been saving for several years, and he now needs it. Uh-huh. He presented the FBI agents with a get-out-of-jail-free card from Monopoly. I mean, perfect. I assume it worked, and they let him go. Yep. Straight back to Japan. Japan's like, ah, we just gave this to you. We don't recognize this get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah, um, it's, it would have it's been, in English. It would have been great if they had accepted it and then just arrested him like down the road. <laughs> sure, carry on. It was not uh, arrested. He was... Um, um, did he have it on him? Do we know? Like, I did think he, he pull it out like, of a pocket? I think he probably had, like, a bag of, um... Goodies. Yeah. Shotguns. Jelly beans? Effects. Effects. <laughs> it's Much effects. Um, Jelly beans And he was, effects. like, handcuffed, and he was like, can I get something from a bag of effects? I've been uh-huh. saving uh-huh. it. And the guy was like, sure, this should be interesting. And he was like, Gun. bam. <laughs> <laughs> why, yeah, why would you let him? Not like, I'm just going to check your bag of effects before well, you I reach in there the and Japanese pull out. Had Put it into a clear zipper bag. Well, here's his stuff. And he's like, wait, oh, like there's something in the prison bag of a prison bag of a face. So the Japanese people have seen his get out of jail free card and be like, okay, normal thing to have. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's gonna get. <laughs> guess he's gonna get off from this one. Why even extradite him? He was described as an inveterate peddler. I don't know what that means, but we'll like an nice. invertebrate. Yeah, like an has invertebrate. a background. <laughs> a peddler of counterfeit checks and a long time fugitive. So I think he just like. Cash fake checks. Oh, like that's what um 
Old mate DiCaprio didn't catch me. Yeah, I always forget his name. Leonardo. The person was based on. I can't remember his name, but like just forged checks all over the world. Yeah, just on a scale that made him wanted. Yeah, and that was my next question. Does being a invertebrate <laughs> peddler of fake checks make you the ten most within the ten most wanted people Surely by not. the FBI in all the world? Surely not. Right? It's. I mean, feels like the FBI were having a slow year. Or it's like real bias to financial crimes because the banks are like, oh, we don't want to watch that. Oh, because they run the country. Yeah. Money makes the world go round, etc. And the FBI, apparently. <laughs> What's the FBI office? I'm just... Uh, For those who can't see it. Indicating a circular notion. Uh, and picturing the FBI office in a state of total chaos. It then took me... I can't stand up straight. <laughs> <laughs> it then took me fucking ages to find any more information about this guy. I love how you learn something and then don't check that there's any more things to learn about it. I guess that's what I do. I did learn more about it. Oh, you meant the FBI. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because there isn't any. I spent so long trying to find stuff about his FBI-ness. And I all found it all in a very well-researched and detailed news article. Really? That I'm trusting. Yeah. Oh, is it the same one I read? Maybe. Cool. Let's I'm get excited. into it. <laughs> Let's get into it. So, Hold on, let me just see if I have anything else about his... I know, it's that. Like, how did he become a general fugitive by cashing fake checks, not even in America? Yeah. Like, he wasn't He wasn't a drug lord, or he wasn't killing a bunch of people. No. He was just, like, making a bit of money. But he did turn yes. out to be a real bad dude. Did you, did you find that? Tell me more. Uh, so he... Also, this annoyed me. <laughs> FBI's top ten most wanted, to the point where Japan extradites him so the FBI can arrest him. Been a couple of years in prison. Yeah, right. <laughs> they were like, oh, I guess you just made a bit of money. Go to prison in Oregon. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, no, go to prison and then go to Oregon. Carry was, on. He was a skilled tinkerer, fascinated with <laughs> those two words don't go together. With <laughs> renewable energy. And he wanted to invent a way to put like boys in the ocean. <laughs> Shut up. God damn it. <laughs> boys is a great word. Buoys. For... Uh, he wanted to put buoys in the ocean to if generate. You check, power. If you check my notes. You wrote I wrote boys, boys, not just a bunch of floating children. Void. In 1979, he set off in a handmade boat in search of a boy that he had lost. When he didn't come back, Coast Guard went to look for him for a day. For one day. Yeah, for one day. <laughs> I guess he's couldn't, gone. Couldn't find him. He was then found by a Panamanian fisherman three weeks later. Okay. In a 15-foot homemade submarine, which was a 4,000-pound craft designed apparently to ride under the surface. So he had a little hatch on top that sat above. So it's like a... The rest of it was underwater. Like a Yeldi submarine. Yeah. Where they still need a breeder. Yeah. Wasn't nuclear. Was not nuclear. <laughs> and he popped up and was like, Hello, been lost at sea. About to go home. And Help. up popped a seven-year-old girl. Yeah. That's where we... And we fish, start to think that he's not a good person. Fishermen were like... Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Turns out the girl was the daughter of the woman he was seeing, who had reported her missing, but didn't had no idea that she had gone to sea with him. He he claimed that um, she, she wanted to. Basically, she said the sea looks nice, and he's like, "Well, come in my submarine for three weeks." Question number two. Fire away. When that occurred, where was her mother? <laughs> so he was like, "All right, love, I'm going down to the submarine, and I'm going out to see, yeah, to look for this boy." Little girl. Girl <laughs> is coming with me. Uh, she did not. We'll be back. So he's basically kidnapped I think he's, the child. Kid- he's kidnapped her. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be. Yeah. Look. Would be. Yeah. Her. Yeah. 
Mother and daughter reunite on the beach in a tearful embrace. Uh-huh. She's been apart for three weeks. She thinks she's dead. Three weeks at sea, was it? Yeah. That's a long time. Um, he, hand in pocket, apple, munching an apple, just like strolls Where'd he get an apple there. from? Probably from the Panamanian fish. <laughs> so we find apples Not in the fish. sea. I imagine it was probably a it fish. It would be weird if he was... <laughs> Strolls past them and aims straight for the news cameras, and apparently yeah. he's like reveling in his newfound fame. Yeah, where he says the water was still and calm, and she said she wanted to go out. He said it was very calm, like going for a cakewalk. And going then he smiled and said, "A twenty-one day cakewalk." <laughs> apparently, they got hit by a storm and through the hatch where they like see and breathe. Mm. Water came through and just fried all the electrics, and they just became like. A floating a, a bob. I'm surprised they didn't sink. One bob. Yeah. Well, the One, like basically a large boy. Large boy. The fishermen said they were like on the verge of sinking. Oh shoot, that's pretty good. What the? It's called the Oregonian. It's a newspaper. The he, Oregonian. Quote unquote broke the jovial mood by asking Ringrose if he was the same Ringrose who had been on the FBI's most wanted list. He said no. Oh, he lied. Straight up. News companies and even the FBI couldn't confirm whether this fellow was the same fellow. Isn't um, that dub that the FBI could ha- so didn't they have a picture of him yeah, from so before? Like, no, I know him. Yeah, yeah. we arrested him. Saw him in Hawaii. How many yeah. how many years later is this? Uh, ten. Uh, twelve. Yeah, so he's arrested in sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Seventy-nine. Yeah. So it's been a long. Maybe all those FBI guys are retired. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we got him boys 10 most wanted we're all going into a shot <laughs> so people were like pretty interested in the story because they're like this might be like one of the FBI's most wanted guys yep, 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 yep. agent Bill Williams Billions Portland, <laughs> surely called Billions Billions said that uh, yeah it looks like him oh okay <laughs> I thought you were telling me I was like what did Billions say though <laughs> that's what he said he said he used a number of identities several social security numbers and the only way that I could completely determine it was him is it two if the two men were the same person it would be through a comparison of fingerprints since the yellow submarine captain wasn't facing any criminal charges uh-huh there were no fingerprints could you come to that could you not just be like hey could you just fingerprint for me like you don't have to be charged yeah i guess you could ask you voluntarily but he's allowed to say no and maybe he did it sounds like he would have yeah <laughs> i I have nothing to do with the FBI. I'm not the FBI guy. I am not the FBI guy you're looking for. But they but. did find out it was him. Michael. Michael. Michael Ringrose, the brother, who I lived in say, like, the third. Burbank. Burbank in California. Burbank. Stepped forward to say that, yes, that's him. He was just over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. He said that his brother made interesting choices in life, insisting that he could have accomplished anything. They came from quite a... Um, successful family mm-hmm. he said that he has yeah, it's not not difficult to be successful when you've got billions of dollars in fake checks <laughs> yeah look how successful we are uh he had a knack for snatching defeat from the jaws of victory yeah okay meaning like he was given every opportunity ever thought that sounds like he has a um, knack for snatching children he from could, mothers. He did snatch <laughs> children. um even with his criminal past exposed and the fact that he kidnapped his daughter um <laughs> he oh no the girl's name is nicole oh nicole 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 from the ocean. He remained close with the ocean Nicole's mother's <laughs> mother. Not Nicole anymore, just the ocean. Uh, and lived with her and her three children. Um, That's very weird. Yeah. Although... Well, he, he was probably like, like a stepdad figure at this time. Yeah, yeah, I think I read that Like, yeah, he was living with them before. If he came back, you didn't know where your daughter's gone. Your partner and daughter returned from a harrowing incident at sea. And everyone still seems to be friendly. 
Yeah. I guess you would just be like, oh, thank God they're home, right? Right. You wouldn't be At like... At this stage. But I also... Why didn't you text me, Lots bro? of people said he's very charming. So there could have been some, like, sociopathic oh, manipulative like, um, traits. Who's that bloke? Bundy. Bundy. See, Bundy, Bundy. <laughs> oh, we didn't do it before. We're not We're, we're, not, we're not. drinking. We're safe oh, motorbike yeah. riders. Yeah, we're going riding after this, so we have water. The Lloyd did just ask for a Bundy, so... Carry on. Yep. The, the Nicole's mum also tried to sell the rights to the story. Mrs. The, Ocean. Yellow, this is like <laughs> the yellow submarine's misadventure. Yeah, she's immediately attempted to cash in on it. Yeah. She's uh, not too upset. Did not get sold. And now on my notes, scroll down and have a long, elongated picture of James <laughs> Robert Ringrose. Why is it so long? Why is the people so big? Because it's long. You stretched his eyeballs. Yeah. Really long. <laughs> in face. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just a picture of him <clears throat> naked. So, so long. a few years after. Nothing? But, sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Don't worry. There's a long joke. Huh. Yeah, I don't like long jokes. I like puns. Good. I don't like <laughs> Penis joke. That's where I was getting at. Oh, I like penis jokes. Um, he fled Oregon. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So, they're living back together. Mm-hmm. She has tried to sell the rights to the Yellow Submarine story. It failed. The Beatles bought it, wrote a song about it. No, different time. Um... They're living happily ever, and then where are we up to? At some point, eighty-four. Eighty-four. He flees. Okay. Flees. He fled. Fle- he flees. Uh, and then before that, I wrote, "Then criminals be criminals, yo." They do. <laughs> they do. Criminals be criminaling, yo, yo. Um, because he unsurprisingly abducted two eleven-year-old girls, one of whom again was Nicole Ocean, Miss 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 Ocean. <laughs> um, they were found in a motel room by police who said that they were just leaving when he opened the door. And it doesn't say why, but I assume like the motel owner probably called the police and was like, hey, there's two 11-year-old girls staying here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they did some extra good sleuthing. Yeah. Um, the girls appeared surprised and a little bit scared and told uh, Sergeant Noble H. Keast. Noble, amazing first name. Sergeant Noble. Pretty solid all-over name. Sergeant Noble H. Keast. These were Keast. K-E-I-S-T. I don't like that. Keist. Keist. Let's just go Sergeant Noble. Sergeant Noble. Sergeant Noble, uh, they told Sergeant Noble that they were going to walk to the airport where Ringrose told them to How meet far him. is this motel from the airport? Could be a airport motel. Carry right on. Uh, he told them he was taking them to Hawaii, but they had to dye their hair. He <laughs> but they had to abducting them. Um, uh, I d- I'm not sure he told them that, though. That he was abducting them? Yes. No. But he did tell them to dye their hair. In brackets, because he was abducting them. I see. Um... <laughs> Nicole sometimes referred to her to Ringrose as her father, sometimes as her uncle, so just just odd in general. Mm. Uh, law enforcement started looking for him. They set out like parameters. It's weird buzzing. It's my other laptop. <laughs> just got a little. It's upset that we're not hanging out with it. Um, they also included a description of a yellow submarine docked in Sorby Islands Mar- Marina. Uh, he had built another one to replace the one. <laughs> of that course, like why would it be lost at sea? And again, to lead into the like sociopath thing, people in Oregon were like, oh, he's a little eccentric, but he's a like, very charming, upstanding member of our society, pillar of the community. He's very invested in clean energy and yeah. like competent engineer and develops like genuine products. And everyone's yeah. like, this is wild. He's like smart, handsome, charming, and lovely. People say that about you, bud. They do. And just I talk to people all the time. All right. <laughs> um, sorry, I just... I just 
ad libbed all that stuff, looked at the paragraph. You made it up. <laughs> it, was, it was the next paragraph. In the uh, he was arrested in San Diego. San Diego, Wales vagina. We all know, yeah, we all know that. Yeah. Um, was charged with kidnapping and Good. thirteen other crimes. Like how? <laughs> the charges ended up involving five girls, all around twelve years old, and he was convicted of sexual abuse and delivering a controlled substance to a minor. That's bad. Bad crimes. Bad people. Yet again, two years in jail. What? I didn't get that far. I thought he just went straight straight to jail straight after to that. Tra- Undercooked chicken? Straight, straight to jail. <laughs> straight to jail. Uh, oh, yeah. I did write that. I said, after all this, he only gets two years in county jail. Yeah, not even not even a big one. And then I said, what the fuck, Lloyd? What the fuck, Lloyd? Come on, justice. Justice is the worst. Just- no, justice is great. This is not justice. Oh, right. Come on, justice system? Yeah. Uh, Alleged justice system. Uh, Mole... Maltznoma Malt County. Fuck enemy of the enemy county of the enemy podcast. county worse than Iowa. Uh, Ooh. They did under sentence pedophile. Mm, Iowa. Well, this is the enemy county. Iowa's enemy state. Okay. Podcast, I mean, so they um, he remained in Oregon after serving his time and continued his quest for clean energy. And then he was arrested again. What? For trespassing at the Portland company, which was an energy company, and stealing wind generator components. <laughs> okay. And then and more blocking them in motel rooms and waiting. <laughs> Dying them. Dying their yeah. hair? <laughs> like, where'd you get that turbine then, from? Oh, what do you mean? It's a different color than the one you had. No more information, so one assumes he did. Died, died in, in, in infamy. In infamy, hopefully in jail. But I don't think so. Like, that would have been on the record. Oh, but maybe after stealing the Portland company's wind generator components. He went to jail for 50 years because people <laughs> make money off that stuff. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I am so astounded that the worst things he did was after he was on the most wanted list. Yeah, I know. Sorry, having 13 crimes against girls is somehow not as bad as cashing fake yeah. checks from banks. But I feel like we're also missing a page. Like, now I feel like we're on a true crime podcast. I hate, I hate this bit. Mm. Go back to America. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> your long hair and your stupid white t-shirt. Shaking it doesn't make it go away. That would be cheap. Sleuth, continue. <laughs> We're missing a page, right? He's being chased down by the police because two girls have gone missing. Where do these other charges come from? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I guess when they arrested him, maybe he admitted to them, or maybe arresting him, they like, put all this evidence together. And Yeah, I guess. Or maybe that was all part of a big investigation that we just weren't privy to in the one source. <laughs> we are normally kept in the loop of <laughs> FBI investigations. Look, I did... This one was above our pay I grade. did tweet at the FBI. Oh, yeah, this is like a... You get this, this one is for free, y'all. Lloyd did a tweet, and we're going to talk about it. And, I mean, I guess it counts as upward tweeting. The FBI is potentially more famous than Google Mugs. It's not a funny tweet. Very straightforward. Give me the lowdown on the dude. I said... Dearest federal at FBI, <laughs> any truth to the James Robert Ringrose Monopoly card story? And they replied, nothing. Can you see if it's at eight impressions? What does that even mean? I have no idea. Oh, times this tweet was seen on Twitter. Eight? That's pretty high. So you can't tell me that it wasn't the FBI or one of them. <laughs> and if they were one of them that looked at it, seems a lot like sweeping it under the rug to me. Oh, he got arrested. Yeah, and they spent just two years. And when they arrested him, they didn't figure out he was a pedophile. <laughs> like, would you, though? You'd ask. Thanks for all those checks. You'd what? You'd ask. Any <laughs> other crimes you're guilty yeah, of? Yeah, here's a long list 
Uh, just tick the boxes. It's like doing <laughs> you a medical. Visa. They're like, visa. are you a terrorist? Have you ever tortured anyone? Do you actually? Yeah. And you could t- you could tick that box. You could tick yes. And oh yeah, like, got him, got him, <laughs> boys. This one. I get. I mean, I guess. I think maybe he only pedoed later. Yeah, late, late. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that's all I had on what I thought would be a very funny story. He was a bad person, and it turned out he was, he sucked. Uh, I think he was like if you ignore the fact that he was a bad person, he was also quite eccentric. Like you don't yeah. often build your own yellow submarine right. to go pick up boys from the water. I was hoping it would be an eccentric, charming Czech forger international con man. Not yes. Not local pedophile, pedophile and eccentric. Yeah. There's plenty submarine. of those. Too many. Yeah. Um, there's Dave down now. <laughs> we don't have one on our street that I'm aware of. FBI, help me out. Any tidbits? Of course. Not a tidbit, but I'm interested that he was so interested in renewable energy in the 70s. It's a very positive forward thing to He be could have been of. quite a good person. Yeah. And like apparently, but did, he was did like some quite good work. Yeah, he was looking into uh, like tidal energy, like yeah. wave energy, which we still don't really know how to do. And I read that before we got convicted for the bad stuff, he was like making genuine progress and close to a solution. Like there was a company that was backing him from San Diego, and they were about to test a fully functional unit. And for creating energy and then he got arrested and they're like oh yeah. yeah I think the quote about him being a good engineer and all that stuff came from the person from us that company yeah, yeah is there a chance that big oil big oil energy framed him whoa yes yeah yeah, yeah. like pretty, no. sh- yeah, pretty sure he took the first girl yeah I'm not sure if but it, maybe, maybe big oil was like BP's like we're sorry we put the seven-year-old girl in your submarine. She was a stowaway. Maybe, maybe she worked for BP. That that genuinely they were just like really close, and she went out on sea with him all the time. Like they were classic father-daughter healthy relationship. Mm. And then when he was getting close to this, Big Oil looked past, saw the news article, and was like, "We could twist that, and we could get other girls involved, and then makes it all look bad. And we'll just bury this wind energy thing, <sighs> turbine mill, mill, uh, wave, <laughs> mill. <Tidal. laughs> the mill of the sea." <laughs> <laughs> Come get your ocean energy. I'm not going to investigate that. Let's though. let's end it with he is a pedophile, and we are against pedophiles generally. <laughs> That's a good statement for us to have. But Giggle mugs against pedophilia. Let's just under that statement, we'll just sweep the possibility that it was big oil conspiracy theory. Uh, maybe just follow up your tweet with the FBI. You're right. Yeah, just be like, we think, we think this. Well, we have a lead. Make them want it. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you do that now for uh, next week's upward tweet? <laughs> yeah, I'll get ready. Don't tell anyone. Uh, is that all you read? Yep, I just have a incredibly tenuous pirate book. Oh, okay, hold Save that. that for the end, yeah. Like, you would have thought with submarines, boys, and ocean energy, pirate link would be pretty easy. I'm... You'd have thought it. <laughs> you looked at me with his dead eyes just then. Pirates weren't big fans of submarines. Okay. Also, like with wind energy, just I could have made any fact about a sailboat, I guess. Yeah, that's on you. Yeah, didn't shit. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I have a few things. Other times that get out of jail free cards have have come up in history. Oh. Not monopoly related though, like separate to the game. Yeah, because they've come up a bunch. Yeah, um, probably like hundreds of thousands of times. Yeah, probably millions. Millions, maybe. Yeah. In the game, would you keep or sell the get out of jail free card? 
This is prior to me giving you some information on it. I think I would sell it. Would you imme- like imme- I mean, you've played Monopoly before. What have you done before? Like immediately sell? I think I usually hang on to it, but only because I am possibly now just learning that you could sell it. <laughs> you never sold anything in Monopoly? Not a jail card. You can sell whatever you want. Oh, Shit. Interesting. Pants? It changes everything. It changes everything. Uh, because I think getting into jail doesn't happen often enough to not be able to utilize the money to advance yourself immediately. Have you done statistical research? Oh, no. Oh. You just it sounded like you were going to tell me something before you told me something else. No, no, no I just wanted to know what your thoughts were. What are your thoughts? Uh, keep, hmm. I'm usually stealing money from the bank anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> I remember distinctly... Top five, most wanted. <laughs> but it's equal to what he got arrested <laughs> for, forging Monopoly money. I distinctly remember playing games as children where, like, you know, if you're the banker... Oh, yeah, pocket and cash. Slip a few five hundies. Yeah, you're definitely pocket and cash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And especially if you play against younger siblings, which you don't have. Easy. Yeah. Easy wins. Oh, yeah. My oldest brother always cheated at Monopoly. <laughs> and I can say that because I learned this Christmas. He hasn't listened to a single episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ben. Yeah. Enemy, Enemy of, of the podcast. podcast. Ben Edwards. Oh, also, potentially unsure about your folks. Oh, Yeah. Mum and Dad, proof if you're listening, you can text me. So, like, Sean's been on the show maybe five ta- five or Bunch. six times? They, they told me, we think we've discussed it, that they would listen to a random episode. So, I was like, weird, boomer thing to do. I can let it slide. <laughs> but now I think it might have been because when I ask if they've listened to something, they can say, oh, no, that wasn't one of the random ones we listened to. Because mm-hmm. I went onto their phone to leave us a review and they had no <laughs> podcast listening apps. Yeah, I mean... I had to make a Spotify account. Like, for anyone that does listen, all, all y'all out there, uh, next time we have Shion on, we're going to... Drill. Her. I think we're going to like, break it down. Interrogation style. So it'll be Ask Shion, are you ready to go to jail? That's what happens, right, when you don't listen to your son's podcast. She would be number one on the FBI. Oh. If cashing fake checks is top ten... Not going on the podcast of a family member. She's not on listening the to the podcast that you're on of a family member. Straight to jail. Straight, straight to jail. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Whenever that happens, that sounds like a season five thing. It's going to be big, and um, maybe a special episode. I had some things to tell you. Continue. Uh, I think we touched on this one before. We're talking get out of jail free cards. But Britain's first lottery was commissioned by Queen Elizabeth I and Sir Francis Drake to raise money for the navy. Which we've also cut. Oh, this could have been your link. Yeah, this is a really good one. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even get to. <laughs> Do you recall it. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the prize for the first ever lottery to raise money for the navy was a get out of jail free card. That's. It wasn't called that, and it wasn't written on a small card with like Did a little man being like, "Hello." Is it Mickey Mouse? <laughs> All of my cartoon character. Voices, apart from Scooby-Doo, appear to be Mickey Mouse, yes. <laughs> was, there, was there a limit on the crime? Uh, yeah, it said uh, the winner could be pardoned for all but the most serious crimes, which I think is open to inter- So, yeah, they go straight to jail for fraud. Let's assume <laughs> murder, murder rape. rape. For those of you who just plead the clergy, so don't That's worry That's true, so you're out anyway. Wow. How much money do you think would be a serious crime? Money for what? Like yeah. stealing it. Like, at what oh. point does it stop? Is it a moderate crime to serious crime? 100 doubloons? 100 doubloons, yeah. <laughs> Because if I, I, would, Golden I would commit a crime immediately. Oh, and just use so it? They'd That's like, a you waste. Want, you won the lottery. Here it is. I turn around and I just slap on the Queen's guards. <laughs> slap the Queen. Give it back. Slap the Queen. No, I think that would be a serious crime. Yeah, probably. Queen's guards. You'd slap him, hand him the card, and he'd be like, oh, he'd be bristling. He'd be <laughs> just straight bristling. I think you'd want to plan it a bit better than that. 
Like, yeah, you would want to do a heist. So much fun. It would be satisfying. Imagine if you got two good agile free cards. Just immediately use the first one. Slap, slap. Now, you could probably slap Sir Francis Drake, not the Queen. No, I would like to slap Sir Francis Drake. Sir Fancy Drake. <laughs> isn't a Drake like a bird? A Fancy Drake. Fancy Drake. dragon, isn't it? Another word for dragon. Guess who knows this? Google. Google. Hey, nope, it's just the rapper. Just a rapper. <laughs> Fancy Drake. Rob and I are so up to date that that didn't cross either of our minds when Googling Drake. I actually love rapper. <laughs> love rapper. <laughs> that went super well. Uh, a Drake is a... This is They this are is, all rapists. <laughs> this is great. A Drake is a fully sexually mature adult male duck of any duck species. Oh. Wild or domestic. That's a way cooler name than duck. Right? So there's a bunch of ducks, and there's that big old Drake. Drake. He is sexually mature. So Drake is named after a sexually mature duck. <laughs> Love you that. have to assume so. Oh. Males need not have attracted a mate or sired ducklings to be called a Drake. Oh, good. So as soon as they reach that mate, Drake. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and for some reason, the term Drake, in brackets, rhymes with lake or bake, just so you know. <laughs> I, how else would you... Ah, Drake. <laughs> my favorite rapper Drake. Drake. Uh I've got two more on this list it's taking us a long time to get through them this is an upsetting one uh, I think in the dates that I don't have there was a large NYPD union uh, upsettingly called the Patrolman's Benevolent Association of the City of New York which makes it sound like they're doing things it sounds malevolent yeah, it does, sure. doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, they gave out cards to officers to distribute to friends and family, giving them preferential treatment for minor offences, referred to and sometimes sold as get-out-of-jail-free cards. That's awful. What the fuck? No That's wonder, the genuine worst. No wonder the NYPD has such a bad public image. <laughs> How bad is that? I've also heard of a, um, a drug runner slapped a Marine Corps sticker on the back of his car. Oh, really? Because, like, law enforcement and veterans get along yeah, really yeah. well. And when he get pulled over, the guy would be like, you Marine Corps. He'd always have Googled the closest recruiting base. And he'd be like, I'm driving right now. I'm signing up. That's where I'm on my way to. Um, and the cop would be like, great, on your way. Thank you so much. And was, he said it worked three times. And he's got, like, kilos of cocaine or whatever in the back. <laughs> that is an advice. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't, be, don't be doing this. Also, don't join... The B A C N Y. Backy. Ooh, yeah. sounds bad as well. All right, the last one, then we'll wrap it up. Apparently, this one's kind of cool. Always end up back at World War II. British POWs during World War II. Pow! <laughs> Sorry. <Ha! laughs> uh, were allowed to receive care packages by their German captors, which is quite nice of them. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that was their like one nod to what's the thing that gives the rules about war? Geneva? Yeah. Um,. Since the British were at this stage still losing the Battle of the Skies, and they needed every man they could to get to the fighting on all fronts, ground, all all places. Basically, war was still going not so great, and they needed all the people they could. Um, Lots of airmen were getting shot down and captured behind enemy lines, is basically what I was getting at. (laughs) There were various Secret Service operations putting together clandestine... That came up yesterday. It did. Clandestine? I reckon that's how you say it. I say clandestine, but I like clandestine too. No, it's clandestine. Escape kits disguised. Stop it. As everyday objects that were then sent by humanitarian charities. So, like, the government would make it, then the charity would take it, so it looks like it was a care package. Uh, And sent to the POWs. How? Wow. Lackluster. One of these was a a special wartime edition of Monopoly that was supposed to serve as a real get out of jail free card. 
not quite as obvious as just picking up like like it wasn't like here's a monopoly get out jail free card. Yeah. Ah, uh, thanks, him. Oh, okay, get out. Worst. Bye. <laughs> Have a wonderful four. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but apparently in there, they would have like hidden, I said hidden files. What does that mean? Like a, like a. File. Oh, files. Yeah, yeah. For breaking, literally breaking out of jail yeah. and compactly folded silk, um, with maps of oh, the area that the cool. camp was in. Uh, and they would send them to specific camps. There's still any of those silk maps. I would love to. And also money and stuff. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Apparently none of these editions of Monopoly exist anymore. However, I, it's not on this computer. On the article I was reading, there was a picture of one and a picture of one of the silk maps, which was That's pretty awesome. cool. Um, I just started reading a book. A book. The Book of the Great Escape. Um, oh, yeah, you told me about that. Is that how that happens? Do they get like wartime, wartime monopoly? And it was interesting that when a group of prisoners arrive, they get the officers and call them into like the German officers area. Yes. The German officers are like, so I don't want you to try and escape. Exactly. I don't want you to try to escape, yeah. <laughs> And please, we are running a tight ship here. And Steve McQueen would be like, look, I get it. I totally get it, but I'm going to try and escape. And the German officer would be like, okay. <laughs> I will show you. We understand. And then they would go about their days. But it was like this like mutual officer respect of like, you got to do your thing. I it's like my... literally. If you get out, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm trying to shoot you. Literally my instructions to like escape as much as I can. So yeah. we're just in this mutual. It's pretty baller to like follow up on that. Not follow up. Uh, should I really do this? <laughs> <Yeah>. to, <laughs> to follow through with yeah. those instructions when you're in a. Pow cam. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think the point of it is that, like, the more times you, even if they're failed escape attempts, the more times you do it, they might have to put more guards to guard you, which is less soldiers on the front lines. Surely they just shot people that were trying to escape. They did in the end, but like, I think when they were, I think to they be... there were like rules. Yeah. Okay. And I think escaping. Um, in fact, there is a country today where you don't get extra time added on to your sentence if for, you're trying es- to escape. for escapes what? because they believe that escaping confinement is a natural human desire oh like eating food and drinking it's like a mental health thing yeah <laughs> you, you, you gotta do it you need to have an escape attempt every now and again speaking of escaping the segment Lloyd tenuous pirate link hit me it's one short sentence I don't think I'm even gonna get a half point for it I'm excited to in give you no points in 1648 John Wilkins wrote a book called Mathematical Magic <laughs> in this that, book I thought that was the whole sentence <laughs> he wrote of the many potential benefits of submarines tenuous link okay including being safe from pirates and robbers, which do so in... in he wrote, in, this is copy and pasted, infest, uh, infects other voyage. No. F. Do you want me to read it for you? Pirates and robbers, which do so infest other voyages. So, like, because you're not yep. on a submarine, you get infested by pirates yeah. and robbers. Yep. yep. Like a disease, I guess. Yep. Or maggots, maybe, in the So, submarines and pirates. What year? 1648. That's pretty piratey. Look, because we're together and we're on bike highs, I'm going to give you a half point. Woo! (laughs) Shark. Shark, shark, shark. Shark. Shark, shark. This is Shark Tack. (laughs) No, it's not. What's it called? We haven't done this segment since, Uh, like, episode one. Yeah, it's called Shark Race. Shark Race. Shark Race. (laughs) Damn it. Explain the concept, because I basically forgot. Uh, To recap, Rob and I went to... O'Shirch, owned by Sean Connery. O'Shirch. Factor of a fear. Factor of a fear. O'Shirch. Could be a bond, maybe. They track and research sharks around the globe. Facts over fear, meaning we shouldn't be scared of sharks. We should be researching them, protecting them. You're so scared of sharks, though. I am scared of sharks. I don't want to kill them. Okay. Um, You just want to not 
Yeah, we need them. them. <laughs> uh, Rob picked a shark called Ulysses. Is that how you say it? Or Ulysses? I think it's... Yeah, I go with Ulysses. 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 I picked a shark called Iron Bound or Iron Buende. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely didn't expect that. And you said it so matter-of-factly. I didn't expect it either. Uh, <laughs> I ruined a boondi. <laughs> week one, we recorded the current distance. Week now, we will record we will. where they're at now and see whose shark has traveled furthest in Shark Race. Shark Race! Uh, so our original numbers... Num- so Ulysses uh, had been being had been being 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 tracked for two hundred and forty seven days, and he had travelled three thousand eight hundred and eighty five miles. He's a big boy. There's a cool picture of him here. Yeah, he is handsome, uh, handsome fella. He's a white shark. He's twelve foot four inches, nine hundred ninety pounds, uh, which is pretty good. Iron I Iruni Bundi uh, had been tracked for six hundred and seventy four days, and had travelled a whopping fifteen thousand four hundred forty eight miles. So that was wow. like a, that was a baseline shark race. baseline, and I think you won it because the shark you picked had been going for longer. Yeah. So now we're doing. And was bigger. We'll we'll find out when we get to that. He was. I know he was. Okay, he was bigger. <laughs> How far has your shark gone? He asked. Now I have looking some at the distance. Deep, disappointing news. Ulysses travel log. He was his last ping. Oh wait, what's a Z ping? <laughs> for those not watching we've got it up on the screen and there's last ping which is disappointingly october 24th 22 so by the numbers it's been 282 days instead of 247 but it still says 3885 miles so he's gone zero distance but we might, have this might be thing that says he did a z ping on december 13th and below and that right below that is a thing that says what's a z ping a ping happens when an animal tag breaks the surface of the water sending data. A Z ping is a ping with no location data. Why does it even ping then? Haha. <laughs> Hold on. Well, Your can I... The shark doesn't even know how to breathe. <laughs> I'm just going to see if I can click on... Ah, oh, there's a video about it. Don't get distracted. <laughs> wow. Is this the Z ping? Wait, what if I go close track? Oh, close track. <laughs> <laughs> Is this oh, Ulysses? Me. Uh, this is going poorly. Uh, we'll just quickly go into Ulysses again and see. Just doing a little bit of bad zooming for the uh, for those. Good Lord Almighty! Is this your first time using a computer? <laughs> it's close to. So the latest ping, he was still floating around Newfoundland. How does he ping without location? Like just look. Just well, a Z ping, Lloyd. That's what is... I'm. Saying. What? What is? There is a watch to learn more, but we're not going to do that. We are certainly not going to do that. So I guess I guess I immediately lose, unless Unless I I did zero. Iron Boundy has also gone zero. So this is actually quite suspenseful. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, What's his name? Iron Boundy. Are you a bit nervous? I'm a little bit. He only has to have gone one mile. We've got to see when his latest ping was. Because if you got a proper ping, then you've got distance. Latest pi- Oh, as if! Oh, hell yeah. December 1! Yeah, 10, son. How about you go? Oh, they're the same length, by the way. Yours is just a bit of a I fat boy. I did say Also, the was... picture of him is monstrous. Yeah, he's terrifying. Wow. Also, he's just out of water. So, yeah, latest ping, December 1. So, that's nice for you. He also had a Z ping recently, though. So, you've been going 709 days, and he's gone... Whoa! Give me the, the new number. 16528. And the original number? 15448. Oh, 1,080 mile head start already. So Lloyd wins by a whopping 1,080 miles. That is... I'm crushed. Half the width of 
Australia? I don't give a shit how far it actually is. It's way more than zero, Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we? It's cumulative, right? So I'm in the lead. Should we set a finish line nope. all the way around the world? Okay. What's the circumference of the globe. Let's let's do those details later. But yes, when we carry on this, hopefully my shark's moved, <laughs> and we will do a race because it is shark, shark race. That was the best thing we've ever done. That was flawless. Um, what is donuts? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ask me that again. What is donuts? Uh, let me tell you all about donuts, Lloyd. Uh, what? What? Is, what are donuts? Right? <laughs> what is donuts? Let me tell you. What a giveaway! This week, Lloyd, I learned about a donut shop in Portland, Oregon. Which the last fact was Oregon-based. Weird. Oregon. This is friendly. Also, state. I was going to say this is a great fact. Also, a little weird. Yeah. Anyway. A donut shop in Portland, Oregon was ordered by the FDA to stop adding medicines to food because they were putting NyQuil and Pepto-Bismol in their donuts. Yeah. Odd. Did you know what NyQuil and Pepto-Bismol were? Because those are American things. They're Yankee Doodles. (laughs) NyQuil for sleeping, Pepto for time. Yeah. Pretty much. I said... But when when you sent me the fact, it sounded like they were sneaking them in. Yeah, yeah. They were like very weird, weird about Portland flavors. Like Portland, you may not know, being Australian, that Portland is like very weird. You're also Australian. And they're, I'm not I'm Welsh. Wow. Their slogan in Portland is "Keep Portland weird." Like it's uh, like they so like just they like this kind of weird. stuff. Yeah. So yeah, Nyquil is basically an over-the-counter cold and flu for symptom relief and sleepiness, as you mentioned. Um, and when I went to the Pepto-Bismol page, the first thing I saw on the page was big letters was DIARRHEA! <laughs> so, that's not what I saw. Pepto-Bismol is a very catchy drug name for a general gastrointestinal upset relief it drug. Is it catchy? Catchy. Yeah. Pepto. Sounds Pepto a bit like Pepsi. Bismol? What did I say? What did I say? <laughs> Pepto-Bismol. I it's said Bismol. Pespi. That's what I would say if I was their rivals. Oh, would you rather have this or Pepto Abysmal? Yeah, boots. Come get a Pepto Abysmal. No, this is the same. What, uh, what's the opposite of Abysmal? Biz fantastic. Pepto fantastic. <laughs> Robert Lloyd's Pepto fantastic. Robert Pepto fantastic. Like get a, it now. A superhero from the sixties. Pepto fantastic. Radioactive Pepto fantastic. <laughs> anyway, it allegedly soothes symptoms of nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, and apparently diarrhea. So if you are feeling trash in your tum-tum, you go get these drugs. But you don't often think about going to a donut shop to be like, this will help me feel better. Probably never. Almost never. Yeah. Well, I haven't woken up and been like, ooh, just did a real runny one, but could go a donut. (laughs) (laughs) What did you want me to say? Uh, That, I guess. (laughs) Oh, God. And then I wrote, or is it just inviting people to come in and shit all over your floor? (laughs) Yeah. Everyone that comes in is going to be sick. Yeah. Oh, it's a terrible idea. Well, turns out it's a terrible idea. Oh, nope. Yeah, it's not only according to the FDA. It's, yeah. Ugh. It's context time. Uh, so this is a place called Voodoo Donut in Portland. And it's one of those places that apparently people put on their like bucket list. Like they drive specifically to go to Voodoo Donuts to eat their weird donuts. I ain't never heard of it. You haven't heard of a lot, Lloyd. And it's open 24 hours. It has lines down the block to get them donuts. For all 24 of those hours? Because that would be impressive. I didn't check. Yeah. There's not like a donut line can. It's a good idea, by the way. Good, great idea. You can have that one for free. We just want donuts. So I guess it's not free. You can have it for donuts. Like eight, at least eight donuts. Yeah. They have to be meat free, though. That's not as weird as it sounds. No, it's not. 
No, I know. Okay, good. Uh, apparently, Voodoo Donut was involved in a inverted commas for those listening donut revolution on the yeah. East Coast a few years ago, and basically their trademark, which apparently is a is a Portland thing, uh, is just to be chaos. Do all the things that you could you could think of, and you think someone might buy, and just put it on a donut. And based on this and a bit of a read around, and then I put in brackets. Read around, lo- oh, not read around. Read around, Lloyd. I preempted a joke that never happened. I, I don't think they're like particularly delicious artisanal donuts. I think they're just gimmicky. They're like gag donuts. Yeah, they make oh. gag. <laughs> so many jokes that I don't need to do. Uh, so yeah, wacky tourist donuts, and this featured on like a TIL Reddit page. Oh yeah. Uh, and a bunch of people on there were like, voodoo is for tourists, and it's actually the worst. When you're in Portland, go to this donut shop. Um, so I closed the window. Yeah. So. I do think that, that this, like, artisanal donut craze, like... Is just, there one? This just, is not artisanal just, donuts. Just, well, like, donuts are not just donuts. Okay. Like, just, donuts are supposed to be cheap and simple and delicious, and you can get them whenever you want. What's your number one donut? There's a place in Boston called something. I do love places called something. I forget what it is. They do a pretty amazing maple bacon donut with real candy bacon on top, which counteracts your no meat thing. The yeah, candy yeah. bacon, I think, is okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was that's really Are good. they that good? Yeah, that's really good. Ah, so when you said I don't like all those bullshit donuts, I thought you were going to be like a classic like cinnamon cider donut. Oh yeah, apple cider donut. Which the best ones I've had have been in Boston, coincidentally. Definitely. That is also my wife's favorite donut. We get them all the time. All the time. M also loves a really good, just classic. Yeah. Also, just a classic glaze, even like Krispy Kreme classic glaze. That's yeah. like a that's a donut. It's a proper donut. Yeah, it's a, a proper donut, right? There. Proper donut. Suck it, Portland. So, one of their late night wacky creations involved literally dipping the donut in pink Pepto glaze. Like I think Pepto Bismol is like a it's pink, pink, pink. Yeah, yeah like gross. Pastel. So they made a glaze out of that and dip. And apparently, it was also sprinkled with tums, which oh. is another catchy American drug. Apparently, it's an over-the-counter antacid. Great. Okay. <laughs> you might know of it. I do know of it. Uh, it sounds like something that people in the US would over-consume. Yes. Yep. For sure. Perfect. Just give me some tons. No, uh, eat a fucking vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that was at the surface. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and apparently, the idea was that this would be this donut would be a digestive for drunk people that visit the store in the late part of the 24-hour opening after drinking. You know, you I don't hate it. that logic. I, I don't think it would work. Oh, definitely not. But I don't hate the logic of it. Okay. it like, as a marketing boy, if I was drunk, sure. they're like, this is a sure. drunk, I don't need to buy it. Uh, apparently, the NyQuil one was the one that got the FDA's attention, though, and, and then the slap on the wrist for putting medicine in food, which is apparently wildly illegal, which yeah, I think makes sense. Checks out. Yeah. Like, the, guy, the previous guy from Oregon got done for giving substances to children, not related <laughs> to food. Don't worry. Maybe you put it in a donut. Um, so, yeah, maybe. He was so, in Oregon. Uh, so they obediently shut it down and just went on making all their other weird donuts, which gained them has gained them sufficient media fame to boost them to their current status of trash BuzzFeed bucket list donuts. Mm. Now, how much of my screen can you see? All of it? I'm next to you? No, I mean, your screen is a bit in the way. My screen comes up to here. I see. Uh, okay, don't look. We have a game. Yeah, continue looking at my ceiling. All right. Uh, and I, I even have prepared the game not just no said that it's a game no I can actually get excited about it yeah because I was very muted expecting you to be like oh actually it's a sentence <laughs> actually it's something that I learned and I've called it a game 
And I'm bad at podcasting. Let's play. I have a bunch of donuts from their website, and I have also made up a bunch of donuts. Oh, is that the Kit Kat game? Oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, and it's called... So I guess you didn't make up a game. You reused a game. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. I also didn't come up with a name for it, so if you've got one, snap off the tongue. Donut guessing game. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Loy. Donut or no nut? Oh, no, that's bad. <laughs> We're playing it, though. Donut, donut December. <laughs> donut December or no nut December. Because of donuts. Here we go. Banana cream pie. Real or fake? I've had. So from Voodoo Donut? Not from Voodoo Donut. Is it real or fake? in real life. It, yes, real. Okay, real. It's an easy one to start Delicious. off with. Debt. And I'm going to tell you what it is. Vanilla frosting and broken cookies. Real or fake? Real. Dirt is good. <laughs> I thought there was dirt in it. No, it's called dirt. Yeah. Oyster donut with a genuine oyster. No longer on the menu. Because I made it up. Might have given that one away. Fake. They would go across the street <laughs> and get an oyster from an oyster shop and put it on a donut just before giving it to someone. Yeah. Oh, you said fake. It's real. Yeah. No way. Disgusting. Oh, that's awful. Do you like oysters? No. Yeah. Disgusting. Especially not on a donut. All right, we've got the cock and balls glazed. Real. Damn it, he's good. <laughs> Cocaine powder donut. Fake. How are you good at this? <laughs> I'm nailing it. Um, well, if they got in trouble for NyQuil, I imagine cocaine might have... But you you would call it that and you would powder it and it wouldn't be cocaine. Yeah, but I'm nailing it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got the steaming turd chocolate fondant. Real. Got it. Damn it. Fake. That Although does, they should do that. That does have rub written all over it, to be fair. No, it has steaming turd. Steaming turd. <laughs> But that would be a. They oh, should. I can't they should, they they should have a donut where you tell them a word or a name, and they can like write it, and you can say, "Well, this donut's got rub written all over it." <laughs> oh, that's a very specific situation. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I've got a couple more. Oh, Captain, my Captain, Captain Crunch. I know Captain of Captain from Parks and Rec. You watched Parks and Rec. I know it's a thing from other things, but I'm gonna say fake. It's real. Yeah. It's from uh, like a Robin Williams movie, The Dead Poet Society. Isn't that okay? I've seen it. Wow, it's really, really yeah, hard I really to watch it. No, it's great, but it's like sad at the end if it's all I'm thinking of. Uh, I'll be back, singed Austrian donut. Real. Fake. You have lost it. Yeah, I lost my touch. Grape ape. Real. Yeah, good job. Voodoo doll, shaped like a doll getting stabbed by a pretzel. Real. Correct, it's their signature. Odd, but okay. Uh, bacon maple bar. Real. Yeah, it's exactly what you described before yeah. from somewhere else. Uh, kale shake donut. Wrong. Fake. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Stop it. Uh, correct. Did you see it in my eyes? No, I'm trying to just go with my gut. I was overthinking. You're nailing it. it yeah. Maple blazer blunt. Real. Yeah. It just looks like a blunt. It doesn't have marijuana. We, we, which right. is now legal in the US. They yeah. probably could do it. Not all the US. No. Uh, marijuana madness. Real. Damn it. I think, I actually wrote unsure. I think it's a potential donut for their new store that's opening, or maybe has already opened in yeah, Colorado, yeah. because it's This is all making me not want to go to this store. Right? Uh, the Homer. Pink with sprinkles. Real. Yep. Le- does look delicious. Uh, Chuckles. Chocolate frost, hot chocolate powder, peanuts, caramel, chocolate drizzle. Oh, that sounds so good. Must be real. Yep. Uh, the UPKA motherfucker Christmas donut. Wrong. <laughs> oh, fake. <laughs> Wrong. Stop it. <laughs> Uh, you got me. Uh, and uh, I'm never good at these games. Got two more. Oh no! The Marshall Mathers M and M's. Real. Yep. And butterfingering. Devil's food cake. Real. Yep. Because I don't think you know what a butterfinger is without him. I know what a butterfinger is. Oh okay. But it's gross because it's butterfingering. Yeah. I crushed that game. But yeah, it was. 
It was like a, it was it was trough an M. in the middle. Yeah, yeah, trough in the middle, but he came back. Um, I have one other unnecessary donut-related tidbit. Or did we decide they were called titbits oh. from that previous yeah, episode? Yeah, we decided we were being polite. And maybe we don't need to be polite because fuck it. All right, here's a titty-bitty. Titty-bitty. <laughs> uh, Voodoo Donuts was founded by two people, and they both sound like idiots. One was called Trey Shannon. Trez, Trey. like Trez Shannon. Yeah. And the other one Very was... Very Shannon. <laughs> wow, you're multilingual. <laughs> the other one was called Cat Daddy. <laughs> No, they weren't. <laughs> According to the article, Lloyd. Cat Daddy. Was it like K-A-T-D-A-D-D-E? No, like cat, the animal, daddy, separate word. Shocking. You, you I, said that, but you don't look very shocked. Already wasn't going to go to this donut place. Fair I am now definitely not going to this donut place. I'm going to go to Dunkin' Donuts and get a donut just to spite these stupid donuts. Take it to them and eat in front of them. Yeah. And then they probably won't care. They wouldn't care. They slaps. Perfect. Tell me about donuts. I read about the most expensive donut. <gasps> Can you describe it to me and then I can guess how much it was? Sure. It Unless is... you want to do something else. This is your, your titty bitty. No, that works. Um, it is from Miami. From Miami. <laughs> it's called the Golden Crystal Ube. Uh, ube uh, is that purple yam from the Philippines. The purple what? Yam. Is that an expensive yam? Yam's a sweet potato, right? Yeah, it's not expensive. Okay. It's just like really popular at the moment to like make purple food and uh, stuff. Um, but popular it, stuff. The donut and the icing contain um, gold leaf or whatever champagne. Shh. Expensive champagne. I forget the name of it, but it was expensive. Okay. Um, it is airbrushed with twenty-four karat gold, so the whole thing is gold. It is topped with gold leaf, and the donuts are delivered to you by Rolls Royce. Okay, so we're talking one donut price. Yeah. Single donut price. Single donut price. Delivery with delivery by Rolls. Just put your glasses on. I didn't Do you write spend all? Down, but I remember it. But okay, I, good. <laughs> I didn't write it down. Now who's bad at games? <laughs> yeah. Single donor, gold, basically gold-plated, made with fancy champagne, delivered by Rolls-Royce in Miami. So we're in US dollars. Single donor. That's donut pretty cheap. Dollar. Yeah. $75. No. Way too low? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me second guess. 500 Nope. More? Yep. Third time is the charm time. Eight grand. <laughs> no way. <laughs> way overboard. Thirteen hundred dollars for one donut. Yeah. What's made, the delivery made with radius? Yam and champagne. Yeah, like it doesn't even sound good. Yeah. Uh, I think it's to like celebrities in Miami. You know, like annoying people, influencers. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote donuts are supposed to be warm, gooey, cost a few bucks, and I found everywhere. Like one dollar. Yeah. In America, surely. Yeah. I really want donuts in Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Poor donut. Um, I got I got some weird slash worst donuts. I want these, and then I got a tidbit on pirates. I want your weird donuts do between rub, rub between. Yeah, donut rub sandwich. Pirate, I, pirate donut is it rub in the middle? <laughs> oh, I hate that. All I right. was hoping there were two rubs full of donuts in... being eaten by a pirate. <laughs> Tenderest linked pirate. Chennai, Chennai in India. In India, yeah, Chennai. Um, There's lots of. There's lots of high-value engineering centers in China, just oh, so you know. Also, terrible donut. It is mustard and olives. Yep. Can you hear that, listeners? It's it's my face crinkling. It's disgust. Um, Sorry, mustard and olive. Yes. And, like, glaze? I assume a regular donut. Um, the only... Often, like, some of them were, were weird on the list, but they were weird and, like, oh, I'd eat that. But I went with the gross, gross ones. Thailand. Yep. Regular, great glazed donut. Good start. 
people like glazed donuts. Then they cover it in shredded chicken and chili paste. And right. I, I like uh, sweet and salty. Yeah. But chili paste with a glazed donut and shredded chicken, I don't think I could get them. You don't reckon it. that's similar enough to like chicken waffles, fried chicken waffles? Nah, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, chili paste is certainly a step further. We can't have all those things. Yeah. There are so many things we can't have because we're together. Take that world. Motorbikes. Just pointing at them? <laughs> I'm pointing at you. Continue, so I, can, I only have two. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought there was a whole list. There was a whole list. But we've got like 18 minutes to go. We'll keep it short. The first one was long. Here we go. Uh, I looked up Donut World Records. Oh. Because we're basically sponsored by Guinness without sponsorship. Correct. Oh, Damn my brother James. bought me a Guinness thing. Um, one thing. You know, on bars, they have like the rubber mats. Yes. He brought me a Guinness one. He's definitely really cool. stole that from somewhere. It's brand new. It's definitely not sticky or berry. Okay. It's very cool. I'm going to use it on my desk. And when we do video specials, I'm going to put it up behind us with Guinness logo. Hear that, Guinness? James. I know you're listening, James. Oh, one day. Uh, well, before records. I tell you about... Cool. Can I guess them all? Uh, yeah, we can do that. Oh, I wrote guess question mark? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know how you spell donut. I don't know. Well, give it I a go. I, I, I spell it both ways. I spell it like dough nut. I also spell it do nut. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I don't prefer, know which way is... I think donut is right, and I prefer donut, but throughout my my notes, my notes I used do nut. Yeah. Less letters. <laughs> because, right. yeah, I was very, very busy. Yeah. All right. The largest serving of donuts. Like how many individual donuts there were? Uh, we're talking weight. Oh. So it's a, it's a lot of individual donuts that made up a large serving weight. And I'll tell you what they are. They're traditional square donuts in Kazakhstan called Bowersaks. Donuts aren't traditionally square. In Kazakhstan, they might be. And not Kazakhstanis. Moving <laughs> 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 right along. How many kilos do you think they served up? One ton. Pretty close. Oh. 856 kgs. That's a lot. That's a lot of do- like, donuts. Donuts yeah. quite light. Yeah. Famously airy. Did they have a picture of what that looks like? Uh, they no, they had a picture of people scooping a bunch of square donuts. Yeah. And then I think they like handed them out to all the townspeople. Awesome. Nope, that's one of the ones further down. They ate them all themselves. <laughs> um, the most powdered donuts eaten in three minutes and specific claws without licking the lips. Oh. Which sounds like it would be harder yeah. because your in- it's just instinct. Yeah. Three, three minutes, minutes powdered donuts. Done by Kevin L.A. Beast Strahl yes. in 2017. All right. He's a competitive eater. Glazed donut. I reckon you Nope. Could... Powdered donuts. Powdered donuts. <laughs> Are you smiling eating a donut? <laughs> yeah. I reckon you could eat one in five seconds. So how many fives are in 60, Rob? 12. 12. So 12 times three. I reckon you ate 36 donuts. You hugely overestimated him. <laughs> <laughs> you like LABC probably. So you reckon you could eat a powdered donut? No, I don't I think, think I could. Five. I think you thought about little donuts. I thought about a regular donut, but I thought about him eating it. He's a professional Five eater. seconds? He only did six in three minutes. Which sounds like we could be better than that. Without licking your lips. Six. Yeah. In three minutes. Although I think... Um, it's like when you eat something dry, right? You probably Maybe doesn't get any dry. water. Yeah, it, powdered sugar isn't that dry? Quite powdery. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed with um, LA Beast. I'm a little, little disappointed with you. Most of the time. Uh, the largest donut mosaic. <laughs> it's against world records. We we paid out that kid for doing dumb shit. Yeah, Everyone right. does it. What was that kid's name? Oh, McAvoy. McAvoy. What an asshole. Uh, this was in Lviv. It was in the Ukraine, actually. 
for their Lviv Panpik Festival, which is around Christmas time in 2012. This is the one where they did it, and then they gave all the donuts to the townspeople. Hey, football field. 100 meters uh, how many, how many donuts meters. made up the mosaic? Oh my god. We're doing donut math for 100 meters of donuts? So what? The donut's that big? Yep. Which is what? 10, 10 centimeters? Sure. 10 in a meter? So 1,000 times 500 is what? 5 million? No, 500,000. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> 500,000 donuts. You have, again, overestimated people's donut <laughs> abilities. Uh, only 7,040 donuts. Can't we like could I, do that. We could definitely do that. It would be a little bit expensive. We'd have to buy, you have to buy all the donuts. 7,001. Probably get donated for a donut shop to get into Guinness World Records with us. Mm. Let's really do this. Yes, we're we're stopping this. the podcast. We're going to get donuts. Uh, and, and it was a shit mosaic as well. It was a brown background and a white smiley face. With, like, maybe some words under I there. was sort of picturing, like, a Persian piece. rug. Oh. Yeah, like that kind nice. of intricacy. Yeah. Wow, we should do that. Yeah. Write it down in the ideas book. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was hoping you would do. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got plenty nail typing that out. So, another disappointing record. Except that the donuts weren't wasted. Everyone ate them, so that's good. Uh, tallest stack of donuts. And let me frame it before you just guess height. It's free. It is a height in centimeters, and I want to know how many donuts it took to make it. It was done as a stunt for the opening of the Simpsons movie in the UK in 2007. Probably my favorite thing that Simpsons has done, the movie. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. I think it was... Yeah, that's all I have to tell you about that. Five meters tall, made up of a number of donuts. (laughs) A number. Which is... 100. No, 12. No, 60. <laughs> All right, I'm going to settle on, on 39. 39 donuts. And you, so, okay, so you've just assumed they've stacked up one on top of each other. Yes, I have. <laughs> they had to make a tower. Uh, uh, okay. And it was only, it was, it, again, I actually wrote brutally, this one's pretty shit. It was 110 centimeters. Oh. It was like this big. Again, I could do that. And a stack of donuts. How many donuts was it? Uh, thousand and seventeen sixty four. So we could buy seven thousand donuts and smash two records. Well, you probably buy like eight thousand donuts. Eight thousand donuts, smash two records. We Write can... it down. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Submission. We might have to verify these, but this was. I think I actually took this from the Guinness World Book of Records website. Yeah. Let's uh, push right along. Oh, finally a decent record. Write that down. Excellent. Uh, the heaviest, and so I also assume largest donut. Uh, was served up in 1993, long-standing record, by uh, a, a group of bakeries in Utica, New York. And I would like you to tell me how many weight units that donut was. It was a filled donut as well. It does add density. Donut City. <laughs> That's a different thing. That's where we're going to get a lot of donuts from. Donut City! Please chuckle at me. <laughs> <laughs> To, so you know what, I've been, well, the, you did preface this by saying it was an impressive record. Well, I mean, more impressive than the previous terrible ones. 200 kilos. Oh, undershot this time. Oh, good. I'll give you a second guess. 491 kilos. 1.69 tons. Whoa! That's a big old donut. That's a big donut. That's a car. Yeah, that's a big fucking donut. That's a car. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, little car donut. Big car, big donut, big, big little car. Yeah. They what? Uh, I hope so. What do they fill it with? Donut filling. Jam? Not probably like a cream. It's a lot of jars of jam. Cream. I don't think they fill <laughs> a little spoon. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they would have got an industrial jam truck. 
It exists. <laughs> I believe you. Jam pumps. All right. Uh, the largest box of donuts. And so this is like a box that I suppose someone could handle. Or donuts. is it a marketing ploy of like making a giant dunking box? That, but you said someone could handle it. I said that, but I remember the picture and I. Don't the perspective was difficult. All right. So I have given you zero clues, except that it was Krispy Kreme. So I guess it was marketing. What a wingspan. 1.8 meters in width. Oh, how about weight? <laughs> when it's full of donuts? Yes. 20 kilos. 135. Wow. It seemed large, but then I couldn't see any... There was no, like, penny for size. Oh, yeah. Just so a zoom in regular box. Yeah. <laughs> wow. These donuts are enormous. Uh, and finally, the fastest time to eat a jam donut without... One jam donut without... Without hands or without licking your lips. Oh, that's even harder. It's silly, but I definitely don't think I could beat this record. I don't think this is on the list of donut records for Robin Lloyd to smash as part of the Giga right. well, podcast. Well, well overestimated power of donut. Donut? Donut. Donut. Which I said five seconds. Yeah, you did. And it's going to be donut. even longer for a jam donut when I estimate. It's a little denser, I think. Suppose. <laughs> He's just mining eating a donut off his laptop. 30 seconds. 11.41 seconds. Whoa. Pretty quick, right? Yeah, decent, because it's pretty uh, pretty chewy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd hope it'd be fresh, so the sugar's like all yeah. nice, so you'd want to enjoy it. Yeah. And I wrote who it, was, who it was done by, but I wrote some block instead of some <laughs> bloke. <laughs> some block called Philip Joseph Santoro in Dan Fran Whiskey, 2014. Better name than L.A. Beast. Yep, and then I said, I don't care. <laughs> That's the end of my research. We're going to break it anyway. Give me some pirates. Donut pirates. Donut pirate. Oh, how tenuous do you feel about that? I... Uh, Feel a bit better? All right, hit me. The donut was allegedly. Was what brackets, is this? <laughs> okay, I was like. <laughs> allegedly invented by Captain Gregory, who at time of invention was a 16 year old. What do you mean at now? At time of mention? At time of invention. You got me. Sorry, I'll At time better. of invention was a 16 year old aboard a limestone schooner who poked <laughs> in the middle. Surely that's schooner. Is it? Is it? Oh. Schooner. Yeah, schooner. Yep. Schooner. Oh. Who pokes the middle out of a piece of dough after realizing that they never got cooked through properly when they were being fried. Mm. And I googled a schooner. For, I didn't put the year in. This was in the 1800s. Okay. I googled 1867, I believe. I googled an 1867 limestone schooner. <laughs> and it looked like an old wooden sailing ship. And he became captain. He wasn't captain at 16. Okay. He was a fry boy. Right, boy. I spent a long time looking up facts about him. He's in Maine. Maine has no pirates. Super boring. Okay. And then at some point, I was like, he was on a ship. That's a ship. Was the schooner a yeldy wooden ship? You may Google it. I am. I am fairly sure that it was. It was the eighteen sixty seven limestone schooner. Limestone schooner. Because he's not a—he's not even related to pirates, which is where I'm. But where I'm having trouble. Be, it has to be old wooden ship. Pretty good old wooden boat. I did say pirate or old wooden ships. Ye old, yeah, because we had that discussion before where you told me that you didn't say that, and then we realised that you did. All right, all right, okay, yep, yep. Still, still feeling that bike high, and that is certainly an old wooden ship. So, you have a point. Yes, it's a record. I don't think I've ever got one point five points. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because you forgot to do it for like eight episodes. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's that's episode eight of of Giggle Mugs in person special episode <laughs> that uh, for us was very different. For you, was probably exactly the same. Yeah, so not really a special episode at all. If you didn't feel that that was special enough, 
Um, I guess write us a. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Not even going to amend that. I totally agree. <laughs> Stay tuned for episode nine. Hopefully, also in person. We've got a lot of bike riding to do, so we'll see how. We'll see how. We'll. Uh, okay. Well, well, goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Send your complaints and any questions you have for Sean to gigglemugspodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at gigglemugspod. So drop us a follow and interact with us there. And if you want to listen to the whole back catalogue, including the previous Unintelligent Chat Show episodes, you can find us on all good streaming platforms where podcasts be. We would appreciate if you could uh, you know, share us around and leave us a review. That would help us out. And cheerio. Cheerio. I didn't like that. And cheerio. I hated that too. Maybe I just don't like the way I sound. There's got to be something good in there.